Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right, and we are back with another episode of Horror Vision. Uh, we're back here from our Halloween hangover. Um, took a little, took a week off, took a little breather. Um, unfortunately, we did not get our Halloween episode out there too. We got a a little bit uh, busy with the, the holiday, so. Uh, we're back here, though. We got a new one for you. Uh, Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin. Uh, I'm your host, John. And I'm the co-host, Boog. And uh, I like to eat apple pie assholes. Okay. All right. Well, let's... Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what have you been up to, Boog? Uh, you got really you got like two crazy. weeks of material here. Two weeks. That's a of, lot of pressure on me. Well, it doesn't have to be two weeks of material, but a lot could happen in two weeks. Let's see. In two weeks, Halloween happened. That was pretty uh, fun. I chose to spend that with family. I thought you were an yeah. orphan. And uh, no, they don't make orphanages. Orphanages. I mean that's yeah that's what they are. Sounds about right. They don't they don't make them my size. I, no, no, that's I don't know. I don't even know what you're thinking. I think you're thinking of shoes. They don't make shoes nor beds my size. I think they do. Dude, you ever seen those videos online? It's like the elastic. Ela- <laughs> I can't even talk. The elastic. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm all raspy. That's. It's the, I'm still recovering from Halloween. It was a good time. Um, the but the Alaskan king size beds, they're like the size of a room. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that is actually from or one movie that like showed that perfectly. And for the bet I want when I get like stupid, filthy rich. Was that that one if movie with uh, Ben Stiller and Jack Black? Yeah, called Envy. Envy. Okay, yeah. I could never remember the name of that movie. That movie's great. Yeah, but Jack Black ends up getting stupid, filthy rich, and his bed, his bedroom, let's say, is like the size of a football field, and his bed is half the football field. At one scene, Jack Black's reeled down and all mopey, uh, sleeping in the middle of it, or like resting in the middle of it, and Ben Stiller comes in to visit him, and Jack Black's like, come here. Come yeah. here. Yeah, I know. And I've, you just I've see seen... Ben Stiller crawling across the bed. I've seen it. It's funny shit, man. Yes, I've seen it. Not a, not the biggest it's, it's... not the biggest Ben Stiller fan. I like Ben Stiller. Yeah, I mean I don't hate him, but I just like his parents were way more talented than he was. Anyway, let's uh 
So Halloween happened. You went trigger treating with your niece and nephew. Did they think you stole the kids or? No. So um, it was interesting. It was trunk or treating at their daycare, their little school they go to. That's that's there... that's cheating. Well, they're too little to actually go like trick or treating, and it's it's actually weird. So when I was driving around, um, I was driving trying to kidnap children. Uh, no, I was driving home from my sister's house. There was no trick or treaters out, and it was like six thirty. Yeah, some like, places do it. Trick or treating hours, though, like that's weird. Yeah, here I think it was like six to eight, but by mm-hmm. seven o'clock, like the kids, the kids won't work for candy anymore. Like. That's one of the things I noticed because I was passing the candy out of my parents' house and I had my whole display up, my uh, Home Depot made seven-foot uh, werewolf. Shout out nice. to Bug for hooking me up on those PVC pipes. <laughs> um, yeah, I got the best pipes. <laughs> uh, but So I had that whole display up. I had my... Um, my fog machine go and I took a uh, an, another PVC pipe, drilled some holes, filled it with ice cubes so it was thicker fog. Um, pretty funny, like some kids were walking by and I, I set it off on the uh, the timer and it just sprayed them in the face and they were choking. I was like, you little pieces of shit. But um, yeah, like by the time, like a lot of the kids, like, because it wasn't dark yet at six, they had started and then at seven, it was already dead. Like we got maybe like 200 trigger treaters. Like, but by seven, it was already done. It was like weird. Like, I remember, like, you were a little bit younger, so you never really went around with me and Aaron. And then by the time you got a little bit older, you're, you, you, you guys would just go to church on those days. It wasn't, no, well, but, so. But so the thing was when me and your brother would trigger treat, we were, we were finishing up almost at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Because yeah, we, we would all... go all over the place. We would go the the neighborhood. Then we'd go. We'd walk up to the other neighborhood behind the funeral home. Um, and there was all those houses up there. And then then we'd hop in the car. We'd we'd go over to your um your grandparents' neighborhood too. Yeah. Um, but, but that's that's how trick or treating was. Like even well, for yeah, me. Yeah. But like the, with this generation, it's not on them. But like things change. The parents don't take them out like that late, and there's all these like strict timetables. And like I know um, where my brother lives in Ohio, um, there was like so the Steelers game was was on at noon, and and they were playing the Browns, so they were watching it. It was on there too as well. Um, but their trigger treatment went on Sunday during the day in the middle of the game. So like their trigger treatment was from like two to four, like which is that's not it's not nighttime. That's not trigger treating. Yeah, that ruins it. Like Halloween's at the all time highest it is, um, like in revenue. Like it generates multi billions of dollars a year. But the traditions in like. Um, the actual like spirit of the holiday, I feel like, is not respected like it used to be. It's a damn shame. These kids these days, bug. I don't. I mean, like I remember and you remember going out at nighttime when it was like frigid cold, 
And Dude. you wore like you wore like extra clothes underneath your costume, and you booked it to every house running to mm-hmm. stay warm. There was multiple. You, there was at multiple. the end of the night. You got a pillowcase full of candy. Mm-hmm. There was multiple times that we went out and it was snowing. But that's I mean that's Pittsburgh for you. You never know the weather you're gonna get. But it was a beautiful day that Sunday. But yeah, I mean we still got a lot of trick or treaters, but they don't they don't maximize it like they used to. You know, like when we did yeah. it, we were grinding. Like these kids are getting like driven up in a car and then they hop out of the car and they're getting candy like no you like you got to work for that you're getting the free candy already like there's one little kid he had to be maybe two and he was going around the neighborhood with his dad and he was running and walking all the distance and his little tiny ass legs like i gave the kid respect when he came up i gave him like quadruple the amount of candy but like dude that kid's earning it like he's starting young but he's earning that candy like hey respect (laughs) you have to (sighs) but the the best part about my Halloween this year was, so we did the trunk or treating and after uh, my niece and nephew went to bed, the first thing we did is we got ourselves a beer and we dug through their candy and picked out the candy we liked. <laughs> well, well, that's a so, vet- veteran move. That's, that's what Halloween is like when you're an adult. That's trick or treating post 18 years of life. Yeah, I, um, there was one kid that came up and he was like, Hey. I heard you guys are like the best house in the neighborhood. And I was like, I'm going to be listening. If you tell them that to every person you go to, like I'm going to find out and I'm going to come and take your candy back off you. That's smart. You got to set ground rules. But I, I, I doubled him up. I doubled him up on that one because if he was being genuine, um, like cool. Cause that we did have a pretty sweet display, but if he was being, um, disingenuous there and just saying that i was like you know what respect for that kid that kid's gonna be a good salesman one day i can respect yeah, that <laughs> you gotta you gotta dab him up with that extra piece of candy and be like you better keep that to yourself you little piece else. you little piece of shit what are you fucking harry potter get out of here with your fucking wizard bullshit i think he was a mummy that's do, even worse do kids these days even know what mummies are probably not did you ever have a fear of like mummies growing up? No. Like, like, like how I always thought as a kid, like, uh, I thought mummies like, were cool. I used to go to the, the history museum all the time with my grandpa and they had some pretty sick mummies there. But then I think about yeah. that, that's like a morally like kind of fucked up thing. Like imagine if you died and then someone dug you up like a couple thousand years later and then you were just displayed in a museum. Like who cares? You're dead. Like you're not going to know what's going on, but it's kind of like fucked like that we have dead people's bodies displayed in museum strangely i used to go to the museum with your grandfather too but no <laughs> i used to, i used to have a fear of uh mummies like i did with quicksand i thought that shit was everywhere and they were all just going to come back to life and try to get me yeah they definitely made it seem like quicksand was going to be like a bigger issue once you grew up listen i'm closest to the beach than i've ever been i still haven't seen a quicksand pit or quicksand in general you'll you'll be good you'd be like a draft that got caught in quicksand like you'd be stuck up to your neck but you'd still be up your head would still be up that's how giraffes die they dig a hole and they just sit in the hole giraffes don't do much dude uh they're a key very key factor to the environment in africa I don't think so, man. I just, I think they're just extraneous. Like you don't need drafts. Fuck them. Anyway, let's hop into this. We're going on and on, but uh, paranormal activity next of kin. This is uh, I don't even know. So you had one through three, the marked ones, 
Paranormal Activity 4, Ghost Dimension, and now this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing the math on that, but that's set, uh, six movies. So this is the seventh one in the series. Um, At least a couple. It's definitely a series with varying quality. I thought the... I, I liked the first one. I liked the third one the best. second one was like, uh And then the marked ones in Ghost Dimension were like poopy. But um, I figured this is a reboot. Give it a chance. The trailer looked good. Um, so we'll hop into the story here. And, uh, and then we'll do our little pros, little cons. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the usual book. The usual. The usual, I like. I like the usual. I like the. Hey, if it's if it ain't broke, don't do the the thing. Don't do the thing. Stroke me, stroke me, stroke. All right. So real briefly here, I'm just gonna give a little background to the story. Nothing too crazy. Um, it all takes place around this girl. And she decides that she wants to learn more about her uh, her mother and where her mother came from. So she decides to take a film crew with her, a little couple friends, I guess you can say, and go investigate the Amish town or the Amish uh, family members, I guess you could say, and uh, see about what her, her mother was like and see what her past life was like and uh everything goes to hell because uh the amish people have a lot of secrets and uh doesn't go as planned they keep hearing weird strange noises throughout the night they keep seeing the amish people uh sneak out and go into the woods at night time and are doing some interesting rituals i'd say and uh after finally confronting the Amish, it all goes downhill from there, and they end up getting stuck in this Amish community, having to try to force their way out. Yeah, I, I just real brief, real quick. They're in an Amish community filming a documentary of this uh, this lady's life and about her mother and the community she grew up in. And it turns out the community uh, is not as they seem. And they have a lot of dark paranormal secrets. That's your movie. <laughs> it's the Amish. The Amish have a lot of secrets, and they're never as pleasant as I know. You would like, think. well, they're just they're just a group of spoiler. They're a group of people pretending to be the Amish. They're really uh, devil worshippers. Um, what was the demon? What was the king of demons? As Asmodeus. He's in Diablo, I think. I I don't know. I think I, so. I, I think he's in Diablo. I can't remember. Maybe, but yeah, it was the the king of demon Os, Osmodius. I don't know. Um, Osmosis so, Jones. Yeah, it was uh, Osmosis Jones, uh, voiced by Bill Murray. Sinbad. Oh God, no. Bill Murray is in that movie though. I feel like we yeah, talked I'm, about Osmosis Jones one time. I think we did too. I'm pretty sure Bill Murray voiced Osmosis Jones. Was that Michael J. Fox? I can't no, remember. it was Sinbad. He voiced Osmosis Jones? Yeah. I gotta watch Osmosis Jones again. I can't talk now. 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's hop into pros and cons. Um, first, I'll go with a pro to start out with this. Um, the camera quality is very good. The the documentary, as far as like you usually get like a shittier quality of video to kind of make it seem like uh, like an authentic presentation of like a found footage. Um, but the camera that they used for the found footage in this one was, uh, was a quality camera. Um, I mean, it is, if you think about it, it's almost over 10 years. Well, I guess technically, cause it took two years to release. It's over 10 years since the, the first paranormal activity came out and the cameras weren't terrible on that, but it still had that like little bit lower budget feel to it. Um, but the, the cameras were quality. Um, but then also into my, my cons and this is like, one of the difficult things to figure out when you're doing a found footage movie is the fact that you have to justify why the main characters constantly keep filming when crazy shit's going down. Because at a certain point, you think to yourself, like, like, oh, fuck, like, this is a life or death situation. I'm going to stop filming and focus on surviving. Um, but they never do in the found footage. And uh, some of the things they do make sense. Like uh, there's a situation where they kept the camera on because it had the, the light on the camera. So they were using that. Um, but there was other situations like they went to fix a power generator the one time. And it was like, why the fuck did you take the camera with you? You know, it's like they didn't do it the best is, is my con for justifying constantly having the camera on. Uh, I actually, I actually kind of liked how they, until the very end, I liked how they had the camera, how like they they made reason to why they had the camera on all the time, because they were still considered, they were still, everything that they were doing and was watching, they were considering that part of the documentary of the life that you know her mother grew up in, so they're just trying to to document that as best as possible. Uh, there's sometimes like at the very end, like when everything goes south and they knew they had to leave, that's where I, I kind of lose it. Like personally, if it was me, I would just chuck that camera and just run, you know, like that, that's the only part of me that kind of, it bothered me why they even had a camera on. And I kind of wish, I kind of wish at that point, if the movie switched to more like a like a cinematic i guess camera angle or like a traditional camera angle not like the point of view or video recording camera i thought that would have been better off yeah but then it takes out of like the found footage but that that's what i'm saying like there's there comes a certain point when you're like fuck filming this like i have to survive like shit got like very bad for them you know like um People were dying. Yeah, like you, you have to like your main focus surviving, but they just kept kept filming. So like that's that's something that's tough when it comes to found footage. Um, that's why it's a very tricky like subgenre to to try to nail. And they they did justify some reasons, but like like you said later on, it just kind of like doesn't add up. You're terrified that your friends are getting murdered in a community that you're not super familiar with. Why the hell are your? Why is your first instinct to like? Oh, I gotta get my camera out. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta shoot this. Yeah, I mean, it could be like you could even throw something like a small throwaway line, like um, 
say something along the lines of like, I want to document this so to make sure that these people are prosecuted or something like that. And it would still be cheesy, but it would just be a simple like throwaway line that, that could justify it. But it, it's tricky. I mean. Very tricky. I got a, I got a con for you. It's kind of a big one. Okay. Um, my con is I dislike the ending of this movie. I feel like, and this is going to be a spoiler. These movies now are just straight up money grabs. Well, yeah, they have been for a long time. Um, I don't really think like the highest of the paranormal activity franchise. Um, I know the big thing is I remember when the trailers were first releasing, for the original one and everyone was like hyped about this movie coming out it's supposed to be the scariest movie and that was my freshman year of college that it released and it was only in certain theaters i remember we got like a big group of people and we went out to the the one theater in the south hills there and uh we went and saw it and then it was when it was over you're like oh like that's what we saw like it wasn't bad but it was like it's not the scariest shit you ever seen like for the most part like nothing happens <laughs> See, I, I absolutely love the first one. Well, you know, paranormal movies are right up my alley. Yeah. But also, the, when I first watched this, I was actually uh, playing a baseball tournament, I believe it was. And we all went to, we won some tournament. We all went to uh, one of my buddies' house after. And we literally stayed up all night. And we're just, we watched this movie watch a whole bunch of other movies and i remember just being terrified of this movie when i was little um but i at this point with the ending of this one because it's kind of setting up another film they're just straight money grabs and that really really bothers me well i mean technically i mean it's not direct to video like they used to back in the day but it went direct to streaming wasn't even in theaters so it's like and they did with the ending set it up where they could just keep pumping out these fucking movies but um my issue with the ending is it could have been a cool scene the way i would have ended it is like so when the cops show up it could switch to their like body cam perspective and then you could have one cool last like scare at the end where like they're like finding like all the dead bodies and then like that that one dude that um this Osmo, Osmodius possessed him, like jumps out or and like kills him, and like that was like the end of the the, the footage like compiled together. Um, but like the whole idea of like the guy can force the cop, to, the cops to just shoot themselves, like how there's no way to even like go against this evil, like and then the the dude left and stole like the car, and like he's gonna go hunt down like the main character that escaped and survived. It's like. I don't know that it's that interesting. Like I'm not really interested in a sequel to this. No, you gotta, if you make, to make a good villain, you have to make them with some weaknesses and what they showed at the end, it didn't seem like he had any weaknesses. Any at all. And then it's kind of goes back on their whole like uh, mythology that they set up. Like they, if you caught onto it, they were talking about like why they used her mother and like why they would use her for the host of the demon because like it, like um like like women can like carry life inside of them so like it's better for them to be possessed but then it's at the end it's a dude that that's possessed it's like so you set up this whole like idea and then you just didn't even fall through that and that's something we've talked about before is like i i can't stand that when you set up your own 
like roles in inside of your your film your like film universe but then you just at the end you just throw that out the window like i can't stand that like i, I just want consistency you know exactly that's a big point that you've always pushed and i always agree with you just consistency <laughs> um so a little pro though with it um even though the ending i disliked i disliked the plot of it the ending scene I actually thought was very well done with the body cam of the cops and with the camera in the car. And uh, it had a great little um, little clip there, little segment, I guess, whatever. It was when he killed the second cop and got in the car and he just like casually drove away and they kept the camera on for another like additional minute, 32 minutes on him driving down the road and like the song and then the credits came. I actually really enjoyed the shot. It's kind of contradicting because I liked the, the, the scene, but I disliked where that, like the plot of that scene. Yeah. Like the execution, like the idea is cool. But like the yes. execution of it's just not there. I can see that. Um, yeah. You know something I did like. I liked like um, the possessed lady that was down in the hole underneath the church. Like that's like the makeup effects. It was creepy because like she's crawling out of the dark and it's like uh, I don't know if they were implying that was like her mother or I don't know. I can't remember. But like I just thought that that looked pretty cool because it's creepy because you don't normally in the paranormal franchise get to see like a creature or something like that. And it was like the possessed person and like they were withering away. Like I, I thought that looked pretty cool. I thought the whole yeah. like, section with, with the hole, like under the tree, like they went in there. Like I thought that was, was pretty good. That was pretty well done. I agree with you on that. Absolutely. The whole church scene with like, they go in there and they discover a giant hole that goes into an underground, like caved mine. And seeing that creature, I thought that was excellent. Is it? You're absolutely right. You don't see that all the time in paranormal movies, especially not in a movie that's called Paranormal Activity. To be able to see a creature that's not like a demon, or I mean, it is a demon, but like not like yeah, like has typically like ghostly in this, abilities in this franchise, you don't see like a physical manifestation of it. Like in the first one, you saw her come back with like the weird looking face at the very end and like in front and jump at the camera. But like you don't get much in this series, but I, I like that. I like the, like the creature effects and stuff in movies. So I thought yeah. that was, that was something I did like, um, do you got any other pros and cons? I do have one con, another con here. Um, so we just talked about, we saw the, the, the physical manifestation, if I can talk of the creature um, I mean, we really technically when, didn't like it was still like a, a human body possessed by him, but like it started to have those like deteriorating effects on it, you know? Yeah. But the, uh, the main girl, um, Mar Margaret. Yeah. Well, the main I girl went, no oh. Margo. <laughs> when, when she ended up, uh, like pretty much getting possessed to set up like the whole climax of this film, there was some like paranormal uh, happenings going on in like the room she was staying in. Um, yeah, I thought it was kind of stupid. Don't understand she's that she's standing there like drawing the circle on the window and like at some there's a there was enough stuff before that where you'd be like, I get it, you're trying to film like you want to know find out more about your like past lineage with your mother and shit like that. But like there was enough weird shit going on that you'd be like, you know what, like maybe it'll be better if we come back another time. <laughs> 
yeah, it's probably better that you come back in the summertime too so your car battery doesn't die on you so you don't get stranded in freezing temperatures in an Amish community, a fake Amish community. Yeah, I just so, so easily fake Amish, Amish community. It's like, I just don't like when people are stupid in movies, you know? And there's there's some dumb decisions in this movie. Very, very poor decisions. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I really don't have any other pros and cons. What about you? Uh, anything, any scenes, any major. scenes you liked, any anything that stuck out to you? What stuck out to me? The the let's talk about the the jump scare they had when she's like. In the up bar. in that room, no, and she's up in that room filming, and uh, she goes up to the glass, like looking out the window to s- try to see anybody, and like a face appears in the reflection of the glass. Yeah, I, I did not like that. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. There's a lot of that that shit. Like, I hate like the stupid fake out scares, and there's a couple in here too. Like, I get it, but you build ten like. Give me something genuine, like when it happens, you it, you have the build up and you actually see something like horrific or something like that sticks with you, not like um, a cheap like ten second like uh, like release of the tension. Like it's fucking stupid. I hate that. Yeah, I, I I did not like that. That whole entire scene was kind of built on that one scare, and that was. Not a good enough scare for me. Yeah, it was a ch- cheap payoff. Um, actually, there's one more thing I would uh, we could talk about too. <clears throat> um, at the very end, when they were escaping, and all these like zombies were appearing. Uh, what the I, hell was that? Well, <laughs> what the hell was that? No, it was uh, it was like the whole community was like possessed. Like I like the one dude that was on fire that just lit himself on fire. <laughs> Just real casually strolling by. How do you do, neighbor? Yeah, like they're running through and like the dudes stand there on fire. There's all these fucked up people like mutilating themselves and everyone's like, okay, well, I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, I, I did not like that. It made no sense to me. So are you telling me yeah, this I don't, I don't know. creature could possess an entire town or fake town or whatever? Whatever you want to call this, this fake community. Like if if he I, could I do mean, that, like they worship the him, and, and they like they summoned him into being with their rituals and stuff. It's like maybe they thought they were gonna get something different, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're worshiping demons, like you have a general idea of what you're gonna get. <laughs> if you're trying to worship a demon, and your first thing is the first thought was, "Oh, let's be a fake Amish community," you know you went wrong. Yeah, I think. If you're to think about it, like the takeaway from this movie is like if you're gonna worship a demon, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> that could be said, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hop into uh, ratings recommendations. Uh, my rating, I'm gonna give this a five point three. Um, the production levels are good. Um, pretty much your standard fare for a found footage film. Um, they really, my, my big, biggest cons is they don't, don't really justify keeping the camera on the whole time. And that's the toughest part with these movies. Um, as well as the concept was interesting, but like on execution, they didn't really tell like 
that intriguing of a story um and like the cheap jump scares and shit so I, I i mean i didn't like it all that much as far as who i would recommend it to if you're a fan of the found footage genre there's definitely worse ones you could watch so i think people um might get some enjoyment out of that that enjoy the found footage movies uh as well as if you're one of the like 10 people that have the paramount streaming service <laughs> there's not much else really to watch on there i don't think so if you have that like this this is something worth checking out um as well as i i think uh where was it it's on if you're an amazon prime subscriber or like their service you can watch it on there as well um other than that like i wouldn't really go out of my way to watch this movie um and i i know it does end like not a cliffhanger but like a setup for sequels but i don't know that i'm that interested in seeing a sequel like when they first released the trailer this one kind of came out of nowhere because after ghost dimension you thought like all right they wrapped up like the series um but the this one when the trailer came out i was like oh this looks interesting it looks actually real creepy uh but when you actually see the movie it's not it's not not necessarily bad it's just not anything special I agree with you. What do you... Uh, I gave it a 5.3. 5.3. I'm going to give this... I'm going to give it a 4.3. Um, paranormal is my go-to horror genre. And this movie had some good moments, but it, all in all, I believe it, it was a down film. Um, I think they've stretched this, uh, stretched this uh, paranormal activity franchise a little too thin to be producing anything really worth watching at this point. Um, the first three films, in my opinion, are the, are the go-to films if you want to watch a somewhat decent horror film. I recommend those ones. These ones here, recommendation is kind of tough, but. The best way to do this, and I think you uh, did it right how you watched the first one, these are funny to watch with a group of friends. If you have a good group of friends that you can watch this with, um, that just adds to it because it's hilarious with the jump scares and seeing your friends scare, and you can scare them too um, without there being a scare on TV, you know. I used to I when I used to watch horror movies with a couple of friends from high school. I used to always bring like an air horn or something. I used to get them every time. And then they kicked me out of the group so I couldn't watch movies with them anymore. But it was fun. I liked I liked scaring people. But, you do uh, bring a good point though. I, I think you were spot on when you said that the paranormal activity franchise has has pretty much run its course spread itself too thin if they were mm -hmm. going to make another one it would have to be like a complete overhaul of the idea but at that point mm -hmm. like just make a different franchise like don't it doesn't have to be attached to this like because this one's really not too attached to like the past ones either so no it's not it, ha it has no i don't think it had any references to just think anyway. any way you cut it, like there hasn't really been like there's like the 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 tent pole films in uh the found footage, like like the Blair Witch projects and stuff like that, but I don't think there's ever been like the masterpiece found footage um film in this subgenre. But I, I think 
it's possible. I'd like to think it's possible, but it, it would just be really hard to do. Like you have, you would have a lot to justify. Like, honestly, I think the concept works more as if it was like a short film, like a 20 minute, like fit, like if you were making a found footage film and it was like 20 minutes and you actually just set it up as like someone found like a camera in the woods and like it wouldn't have crazy character development and stuff like that but you could make something genuinely terrifying but i think it's really going to be hard stretching it out to a feature-length film the only thing that i can think of and this is why the first one was successful is if you have it in a close space like a house and you can you're you put security cameras up and the security cameras are considered well, found I, I think I think what makes it creepier in the original ones is that it's the idea of that's your home, that's where you live, that's where you got to be every day. Like evil came to you, like you are stuck in a situation. Like they spent this money on this house, they they can't afford to just up and move. Like that's scary, especially like for people that are like first time home buyers and stuff like that, where they have a lot of their money wrapped up in a house and they can't just up and move. Like that's, uh, I think like a deep seated fear that you can play on. Like when you're, you're making that stop move. I think that's why those first three are more effective than this one. So I, you do bring a good up point on that. Cause this one's like the solution in this one was easy. Like, Hey, weird shit's happening. And let's just get up and leave, you know? Yeah. The first three, I don't know. It's it's all about picking your partner correctly, pretty much. Cause yeah, but there's like no way to know. Like that's that. I guess that's another fear that it plays on. That like the person, the the loved ones in your life, your your spouses and stuff. You don't really know. Like you think you know who you are, but you have that deep seated fear that like maybe they are something evil. Like I don't know. Like those are good things. Like baser fears like that to build a movie on like they have a better chance of being more effective because it genuinely like creeps people out. But this one is like, yeah, I get it. Like the Amish community and the farms creepy, but you have an easy out there. Like that was a situation you brought yourself into. And then a situation you could have got yourself out of. So Listen, it doesn't even have the big back, like the, the backbone to start the whole idea off of. Listen, all I'm going to say is every relationship that I've ever had, I started it off the correct way with three questions. I yeah, but you're not you're not every... think, you're not thinking of the flip side of the coin. You're the evil. You're the evil one in the situation. No, I you, recommend you everyone the... to ask these three same questions. You were the first one. apple. First one: Is there a ghost haunting you? Are you being haunted by a demon? Yes or no? No. Okay, good. Thank God. Second question: Are you a vampire? Just straight up ask them. You never know. You want you need to know that stuff. Yeah, that's Take one of my that's, that's one of my bugaboos. <laughs> third, third one, uh, are you into butt stuff? All three knows. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think we've really made a breakthrough here. I think we figured out why you are still single. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't make sense. <laughs> And sometimes it does. All right, let's let's, let's wrap this up. Um, Wait, right. I want to. We need to talk about one thing. The greatest thing that ever came from a Paranormal Activity movies. I thought you were gonna say a butthole for some reason. I don't know. I just always am just on guard for you talking about buttholes from here on out. I was trying to think of a way to bring butthole into it, but no, I'm actually gonna mention 
one of our favorite comedy movies, A Haunted House. Oh, that's a good one. One and two are both absolutely hysterical movies. I honest to God think the greatest thing that ever came from any paranormal activity movie are these two comedy movies with Marlon Wayans. Hilarious. They're so I, like I just stu- needed to bring so that up. stupid, but like if you want a stupid laugh, like those are worth watching. Absolutely. They're the, hilarious. So my comedy. recommendation is instead of watching this movie, just watch those two stupid movies. <laughs> I would recommend it. I'd go watch it right now if you haven't seen them. All right, let's, I think the second one's on Hulu or Netflix. Netflix. All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up here. If you're listening to the podcast on the streaming service that you enjoy, like awesome, you did it. Uh, if not, we are on Apple, Stitcher, Google, Sp- Spotify, iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere where you can listen to a podcast, we're on there. Give us a listen. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, give us a five five star rating. Uh, apparently, those are good for like boosting uh, your exposure. Uh, if you didn't like it, you thought we were terrible, understandable. Like we are pretty trash. Um, then in that case, just give us a four and a half rating. So anywhere between a five and four and a half, those are your two options. Pretty cool. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, uh, email us at uh, huntershorrorvision at gmail um if you want us to check something out have any questions anything like that we're pretty responsive so send us an email uh as well as we are on twitter that's just at horror vision shoot us a dm uh give us a follow on there uh we have a youtube channel that's hunter's horror vision uh like link subscribe i think's the thing book says um i do i do say that yeah other than that i think that's pretty much all of our our nonsense book Bases have been covered. That that is. What do we? That's that's the game. <laughs> what do we? What do we got next? I think. Do you have any idea right now? Next, so this movie came out at the very end of October, so we're already pretty much wrapped up with the holiday season there. So this came out on October twenty ninth, um, and so did Antlers. Um, and I wanted to oh. watch it because that was the one we were gonna do before the pandemic and got pushed back. Um, I know you're coming to town, so I think we might, if it's still in theaters, go check that out. If not, we'll watch it uh, streaming. So that, that's the next one I think we're going to do is Antlers, because that has a pretty cool story uh, written by Nick Anastasia. I think it's how you pronounce his name. Anastasia. Uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But oh, okay. he, he's the guy that, if, if you ever check them out, they're actually um, pretty interesting. The... I can't think of the name. They were on the Sci-Fi Channel, the Channel Zero, um, different TV series. Like there was the one with that, like the fa- the Tooth Fairy dude with all the teeth on him, and uh, the one with that smiley dude that lived in like the hole in the wall that was the lady's imaginary friend. Like great show. Dude's a good writer, so I think it might be worth checking out. Um, so that'll probably be our next one, Antlers, and then the following week we got the new Ghostbusters. So we've got some good ones uh, on tap here for you in November. Who are you gonna call? I think we have to see the movie to figure out because, like, it, from the trailer, I saw they tried calling the Ghostbusters and they said we're out of service. So, I think we're we're gonna have to wait. We're gonna have to wait and see book before we make any rash decisions. Well, do you think? Who you gonna, do you think who since you it's, gonna call if the since, Ghostbusters? You're not there since it's 2021 now. Like, um, oh, I mean, me personally, a real estate agent, I would sell the house. <laughs> but. uh do you think Ghostbusters, like, since it's like modern, like twenty twenty one, like, do they, you think they get like emails or like you could like DM them on on uh, Twitter? 
they probably can you imagine like the uh the troll G, uh dms they get hey i got a daemon take a look at this one it's just a it's a bottle a yeah it's toilet. a yeah it's a bottle <laughs> good good point don't worry i got it out of me uh modern problems for modern people all right well uh stay uh stay alive out there i guess it's the best like crazy times stay alive but uh till next time i'll catch you when we catch you all right check you later um cue the music but you, you always have to be the last one to talk don't you I like that. Well, guess what? I'm going to edit it. This is the final word. <laughs>